Hello and welcome to another episode of the Out of Towners Victory Park edition of the podcast. My name is Simon. I'm Steve. And I'm Tom. And on this week's episode, I say this week, I say this week every week, <laughs> and it's this month. This month. We right. have um, we have Courtney Mapper Walters, uh, who we spoke to, and we also have the manager as well, Jamie Vermiglio. We do. Um, a really enjoyable couple of interviews. I think we've all listened back to it, and yeah, it's it. I really enjoyed them. Really, they were really accommodating, weren't they? Uh, and we say this every time we talk about Charlie it's FC. The club. Whoever, whoever we talk to, um, be it Matt Chaloner or Chris Holroyd, um, and obviously now Courtney, Mappen Walters, and Jamie Vermiglio. Again, obviously we've spoken to Andy T. They're all very accommodating, really um, happy to talk to us. So yeah, it's something for our listeners to be looking forward to in this it episode. Is. But first, let's talk about what's happened since the last time um, we released one of these, one of our two-part. Um, yeah, so obviously it was podcasts. pre-season last time we spoke. Now we're into the uh, we're fully into the uh, four games in four games into the fifth tier of English league football. Shall we talk about first just before we go into the games the transfers? Yeah, because we talked about a few on the on part two of we did since since pre-season, uh, pre-season edition. Um, Chorley have signed Joe Anion from the Chesterfield, and he's here on cover, isn't he? Really, he came yeah. in because. Matt Irwin was injured. Is injured. He's um, had surgery, I believe. Yeah. So, sh- from what we know, Matt should be back around September, October time. We've heard weeks, coming. haven't we? Yeah, that's, that's sort of yeah, what we were hearing. Yeah. So, uh, Joe's come in to provide cover there. Um, Jamie was obviously happy with his capture. He's provide experience at the back. So, I mean, that had to be done because uh, obviously Matt Irwin's such a big part of the squad. There was no point in going out and and um, buying an, like obviously spending all the money on someone who knows this level because Matt Irwin's going to come straight back in isn't he um, there's no and Joe Anion has lots of experience he does, which is really, he does you know, you exactly yeah. the, the teams he's turned out for I but obviously you're signing a goalkeeper who knows full well that when Matt Irwin's fit he's Matt Irwin comes time. back yeah, in exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, the, another signing was uh, Lewis Dodds yeah. uh, who, who played last night actually and um, not really good then he did I think it, what was great about watching him was when he came on I, th- I believe he came off injured towards the end. Yeah. I think we saw, didn't we? But he's very much a forward-thinking player. He's a versatile, he's versatile attacker. He? he can play kind of anywhere along the front line, but he can also kind of play attacking midfield. Because in well. the end, they had all they had Carver, Holroyd, and Masanka, and uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and, and Dodds all playing. Uh, yeah, he looked quite good last night. They've, uh, I mean, he's played at League Two level with Port Vale, hasn't he? He was on loan at Port Vale last year. Yeah. made 12 appearances for him so he's played at a high level so he's going to bring that experience and choice so again another good signing and then um, you mentioned, just mentioned him yeah we did yeah and Tumbe Masanka um, he was on loan in uh, Belgium last year uh, from Burnley wasn't he he was and I yeah. think of all the new signings I've seen obviously um, we spoke to Chris we were lucky enough to speak to Chris Holroyd um, when he first signed and actually I was I was really buzzing to see that he scored um, last week, you're a big fan, aren't you? I am a big fan. I'm a big fan. It's everything. I'm a big fan of uh, big fan of Chris Holroyd. I was really happy to hear that he scored um, at weekend against uh, Sutton. But Chris aside, uh, Masanka's really impressed me. Uh, I know, obviously, we've not mentioned last night's game yet, and we will do. Um, but obviously, it was a six-one loss. Um, so it's hard to pick positives out but we will do don't worry we will, um, we'll, we, will. We'll we will but what I wanted to mention because well, we were talking about transfers is I thought uh, Masanka was definitely 
one of the big positives. He caused a nuisance for himself. Very uh, a, a nuisance footwork. for the uh, a nuisance for, for himself? the back line. Well, yeah. Not for himself, no. <laughs> uh, a nuisance for the the solid hole back. Uh, the hot in solid the air as well. Not just on the ground. He looked. No. He looked very good in the his air. Feet, as well. he, he was good with his feet as well. Yeah. A couple of times. Well, he set up the goal essentially. It was his. It, it yeah, was his right. effort that was saved and palmed, um, and then obviously. Uh, Rebound was put in, so he's really impressed me. Tell you what, let's go back to the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, the Charlie started the campaign at home. Yep, they did against Bromley. Yep, no, um, no, no, no. Which good start. To really them. strong oh, start, yeah. and and they brought that defensive steel that I mentioned in a few other podcasts. Yeah. From last season, obviously difficult to beat at Victory Park, and and that's the way they started, and I'm assuming that's the way they they'll want to carry on. Um, and actually, they took that positivity away to file because filed. We're up there last season. Yeah, they are. I mean, obviously... They're a proper outfit. So, I mean, Bromley are as well. Bromley filed, and those first two games, two nil-nils, obviously, they'd have preferred a goal or two, but two clean sheets in your first two league games at this level. Can't then, complain. And then, um, Sutton. They went Sutton away, didn't they, a weekend? Could have quite I was following. I was following the, uh, it, the social was, media. That was a weird game as well. So they were 2 0 up inside 10 minutes, weren't yeah. they? Uh, Courtney Mepham Walters and Chris Holroyd 2 uh, 0 up. And then and then Sutton hit back fairly quickly on the 14th minute to make it 2 1. And obviously, with momentum going their way, obviously Sutton are at home. It's always going to be difficult to kind of extend that time. Even more this season, I think. Yeah, exactly. At this level, at this level uh, against a lot of the professional teams. and uh, But still. If you'd have given the, I've, I've seen a lot of comments. I've spoken to Charlie fans on Facebook, uh, on the Charlie fa- uh, fans Facebook page as well. If you'd have given them two two before the game uh, away at Sutton, they'd have they'd have bitten your hand off. I think they said get at the start of game four. You'd be unbeaten. You're unbeaten. I yeah. think anyone would have taken that. I mean, personally. essentially, after the three games, you could have been in the same position, having lost two and won one. I think so Jamie makes Jamie that point, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, which it's absolutely true. And, and I think it's just about hanging in, isn't it? Because let's move on to last night's... Uh, not last night. We'll probably be releasing this Friday, a few days after yeah, Friday. So, so. so the midweek game against Solihull Moors, we mentioned. We were there, weren't we? And, yeah. It, well, it, like it, you said, it was a weird game, weren't it? It, it, was, was, it, was, it was tough to watch, really. Because, like we mentioned, 6-1, and I mentioned it was hard to find the positives, and, and I mentioned Mishanka being one. But actually, and you'll hear from... Uh, from Courtney Mepham Walters and Jamie uh, later on there are plenty of positives and, and obviously again well. I've seen it on Facebook I've seen it on social media you expect after a 6-1 kind of the pitchforks to be out and and everyone doom and gloom but they played really well first yeah. half especially they went in at 2-0 down and that was that just wasn't a fair reflection of the game no. at all it, flat, it, it wasn't was flat. I think the word I saw on a lot on social media um, which which summed it up was ruthless. Yeah, and I think that summed up. It probably sums up this league to be honest. Ruthless. From what I'm starting to Solihull see, Solihull were ruthlessly efficient. Now it wasn't pleasing on the eye the was. way they played, but they were just ruthless with pumping the ball up to Blissett and the second and, and third balls. Get, yeah. It was the second and third balls they were constantly at, and they were just clinical as well. So chance after chance he scored, and when Chorley finally got back into the game at three one. You felt, oh, the crowd have turned, and they were still playing some good football at that point. Yeah. But then Solihull got the fourth goal, and it, things just kind of. I, we said we were sat last night, and I, I turned to you and said, this is probably less on skill levels, more on experience. 
Yeah. Did they say it was was it eight shots on target, six goals? I think yeah. I think that's, they had like sixteen attempts in general, but I think it was eight on target, six goals. So that's just I mean, isn't it? and 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 they didn't play any good football really. So the Moors until the last ten minutes when they could have been. I mean, they were six one up, five one up. They were able to knock in it around. Football, Charlie. Charlie played the better yeah, style of football. Easy. And and this is and, and and our listeners will hear this is a general theme through our conversations well, with J- Jamie, and Jamie. Jamie was very adamant that he's come to this league. As manager, and he's gonna he's gonna sort of ask the lads to play the way that they got them to that league. You say, yeah, I think the quote. I mean, I don't want to step too much on on Jamie's toes, but he's not going to abandon his principles of playing football. And through, it's, it's through very strong. In that. Yeah, and, and you can see that. I mean, like, I mean, we said as well. We said as well. Um, if they get that first goal, it's a completely different game because yeah, Solihull yeah, can't yeah, yeah, continue yeah. to play the way they were playing. If they go in at half time one nil down, Solihull. Their tactics changed completely, so it was it was really weird to speak to Courtney and Jamie after a six-one, and be speaking so positively of the performance because it is six-one. So it was a weird night, but it was great to speak to them. It was just something that you kind of came away from and said, right, we'll learn from that. We go again. When you look at the fixtures, though, you'll I'm, I'm sure. Uh, lots of Chelsea fans had looked at this game and thought, oh, yeah, that's going to be a really tough one. Yeah. So take take Tuesday night as, right, this is experience. We've learned something. Mm. Yeah. We've learned what we can do, what we can't do in mm. this league and go again. Yeah. And I think they will. I think from, from Jamie managing it to, you know, his staff, the, who he speaks so highly of. The, the players as well. And the I players. Mean, I think they'll just pick themselves up and go again. They've shown ability-wise that they're not out of their depth. They, they knocked the ball around. They, some I mean, of those, they passed it, they passed some it those around. little triangles and yeah. things like that were brilliant. They passed it around Solihull Moors for fun for at least 40 minutes of that game, 45 minutes of that game, yeah. at least. So, ability wise, they shouldn't be too downhearted. But, like Jamie keeps saying, like Courtney keeps saying, you've got to kind of make sure that the lads know this because it's 6 1, 6 1, isn't it? Um, but I think we should probably. Well, Stop rather chatting. than telling people what they've said, why <laughs> yeah. don't they well, let listen. people listen? I think that's best, yes. So we'll start with Courtney's interview. Yeah. Um, and we really hope you enjoy this. We'll move over to that now. Yeah. Courtney Mappen Walters, um, disappointing result uh, tonight, Courtney, against a team who, to be fair, were three or four points off reaching League Two last year. So they were strong outfit. What do you what What do you make of that game? Yeah, the first half, I felt, I felt like we battled really well, mm. and uh, second half we we didn't do too bad. Second half, but every every time they got the ball, it just they seemed to have that bit more quality than us and put it yeah. in the right in the right areas and seemed to get a goal every time they got a chance. So it, that's what's the difference is in this league. Like it's the fine margins, and today we just were. A bit off it. It was clinical, wasn't it? Whenever they had a chance, he scored first half. We were talking, and we thought Charlie was the better team. They were the only team in the first half that were playing football. Yeah. They, were, they were constantly going route one up to that ladder that, that they had up top, and really, it was just it was just a case of being more. They were more clinical. They had a chance. He scored, didn't they? Yeah, that's that's exactly what we were saying in there. Then, like the first half, we could have scored. We hit the post, one yeah. all, and then they're on the back foot there, and we're playing football out from the back. And I felt like it was better the team in the first half, and. Uh, the big lad up front, to be fair to him, he's, he's a big lad. So, yeah, yeah. but I felt like we battled well against him, and like we did, we done very well. But I didn't see him. When I, I was saying to you, wasn't I, Sam? I didn't see him beat you in the air at yeah. all in the first no. half. Yeah, at no. all. That's what we felt feel like in the changing room. But it's just them fine margins. Like we've got to win the seconds and then mm. play from there. But definitely in the first half, I felt like 
our, our football on the on the grass. We we cut them open a oh, lot. Massively. I yeah. mean, first hour and a half. If you if if you showed that game to someone first hour, um, mm-hmm. there's no way that's a six-one game. Yeah. Not a chance. No. It's such a strange game to kind of kind of explain, really. Yeah, that's what we're seeing in there. Like looking from the outside, you're like, oh, we've just been rolled over. But if you look at if you actually was there looking at it, it's. We, we, we've lost 6-1 it's not we, none of us like it but I mm. felt like in parts of that game we showed that we can compete especially against someone who maybe get promoted this year definitely and, and like you said you can com- you competed first half there's there's no way you deserve to go in at half time down not a chance yeah. we were saying that um, so four games in one defeat how would you assess that start if you said that coming into the start of the season I think, yeah, I think you'd be happy with that but mm. we know in the games that we've had we could have won like at least three of them yeah. so it's it's not good on that side of it so but we're getting used to it and we're, we're, we're finding out that it's just the, like the fine margins in the game so once we get used to that I think we'll be we'll, we'll, we'll be fine yeah you're not out of your depth there at all no, by any means not. not a chance no I mean, um, I mean obviously it's three draws but unbeaten after three games like mm-hmm. you said could have beaten Sutton at weekend quite comfortably. Definitely, just, yeah. just obviously goes that way. Once you get, once you get used to this league, I think I don't think there's going to be any. Especially any we played teams that are going to be right up there, you know, yeah. straight away. So it's been a difficult start with yeah. the team with yeah, the fixtures. Um, so you've mentioned a couple already, but what do you think are going to be the main challenges that you come up against this season? I think that's going to be the toughest one, to be mm. honest with you. Yeah. And I don't. Uh, we've battled really well, so. We've got nothing to fear now. Like Vermo was just saying in there, like that's the toughest we're gonna come up against. And yeah. we've not done ourselves any any justice, but like we've done very well. So we can just go again now, regroup, and then uh, it's just a fine margins to go. Yeah, you'd have thought they'll be pretty much up there towards yeah, the end of the season. Yeah, 100%. And it was. It was just a case of them being more clinical. Really, they weren't footballing wise. There was no, we, again we said first half. There was nothing that impressed us yeah. at all. Really, mm-hmm. they didn't. They weren't knocking the ball around. It was literally route one man. up to Blissett and that yeah. was it. Um, yeah. And then obviously they got the two goals. But they do that really well and they kept at it. They didn't yeah, give up. They just no. kept going. So they've got a routine and it works. And very it works. Well, so. Yeah, you could yeah. see why they were kind of second last exactly. year uh, yeah. behind Leighton Orient. Uh, moving on to a more positive note, we've already spoken to Matt Challoner, um earlier this season about how last season ended. Obviously there were ups, there were downs. Yeah. I can imagine. I mean, it was mentally draining for us watching. So what was it like being a part of it in the middle of it? Exactly the same. <laughs> but like we never stopped believing. To be honest, like that last goal against. Um, Spennymore when when we missed the penalty and then they scored last minute oh. we was gutted for like two days and then we knew we had another chance so yeah. we've, we've like won 80% of the games at home all season we knew we had two home yeah, games it was a fortress, thinking, so yeah. we, we knew that what we could do so we had to get over it quickly and we went and done it it was, it was again we were talking to Matt and he said it was almost a better way to do it on penalties yeah. at Victory Park yeah. he said he can't imagine like winning the league would have even come close to winning on pens here no because you, got, you, you it's like a look of the draw really you don't know if you actually are going to win but no. so when we went when we won on penalties there's, there's actually no better way to do it no. Tom have you got that picture that we showed yeah, Matt last time I know we're on an audio podcast but we've got to show you this picture so yeah. Tom was here at Victory Park and he just shows how excited people were so Tom took that picture and when everyone stormed the pitch, there's a dad with a kid under both arms running half over. That's what it's all about. It's what, yeah, that's what exactly. it's all about. It's what it means, isn't yeah, it? Unreal. Unreal. You sent us the picture after the game, didn't you? We just couldn't believe it. Um, so, kind of coming on to my next question, what were the celebrations like? <laughs> I've never had anything like it, to be honest. Like, no. I just had tingles all, all the way. The, the, fir- the first week was a bit of a... A blur. A bit of a blur, yeah, because <laughs> you know, it didn't feel real, really, because 
when when we knew we had, we had to go through on playoffs, you don't actually like you you want to win it, but it's, yeah, it's a bit of a it's a lottery, a isn't it? Yeah. And to do it on penalties, it's, it was just a blur, really. So. Yeah. Excellent. I bet it, I bet the summer was good after that. Yeah, the summer was great. The lads <laughs> kept meeting up and, uh, and kept uh, having a little party in there. But it's uh, that gave me personally more motivation to go on and keep doing yeah, more stuff. So definitely. It's, it's it's been a good year all round. And uh, and you were a bit of a stalwart last year, weren't you? So obviously getting surely into the fifth tier of league football is, yeah. is an achievement in itself for the first time in 30 years. But you won the uh, the supporters player of the year award as well. So yeah. what, what was that like? Yeah, that's a, it's always nice to get recognised for that sort of stuff. I won the supporters and managers. So I, I give it my all last year. I still need to get fitter and fitter, but I, I give it my all and I'm thankful that they've seen that. It's a great award though, isn't it, for the supporters appreciating yeah. what you do for them. Yeah, I love it when they, I hear them shouting my name. I, I get them going as well, so it's I think buzz. that's why they do it more. I can imagine my buzz. name more than well, everyone's. Well, we were mentioned, so we were at a couple of games at pre-season. Yeah. Um, we were at the Longridge game and one moment that stood out for us that made us all laugh at, at the goal end was you skinned three people in the box yeah. and the keeper shouted, how has he got round you? And you went, because I'm sick, mate. And everyone just burst <laughs> out laughing. To be honest, I thought it was someone in the crowd. So no, no, like it was the keeper. The, oh, was it? All right, so I brought it. I'm sick, mate. <laughs> I heard everyone laughing. We all just burst out laughing. That was easily one of my highlights of this season, wasn't it? It was amazing. Uh, so just to finish off, Courtney, uh, obviously it's a long season. Tonight was a little bit disappointing, but I wouldn't have only three or four wins catapults you up that league. Yeah. Um, so what are you hoping for this year? I genuinely think we'll be all right. We just need to fix up on them fine margins, and then I think I think we'll finish top ten, top ten, twelve. Me, so that's that's my aims anyway. Yeah. And, and that's the lads' aims. Like we just finish as high as possible. And I genuinely think going off what we've seen the first few games that we can compete with anybody in this and league. And consolidate yourselves in yeah, this league. Hundred percent, definitely. Well, nice one. Cheers for joining no us, Courtney. And have a good season. No yeah. Worries. Thank you. Hopefully, lads. talk to you soon. Yeah. No worries. Nice one. Cheers, yeah. mate. Well, that was uh, that was really good for I really enjoyed yeah. uh, sitting down with him. And he's a really good lad, really genuine lad. Down to um, earth, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. And um, and we'd not spoken to him previously, so you no. watch him play, and I think after that six one, we were like, mm, he's he's a big scary defender. <laughs> he's a big scary <laughs> lad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually. Uh, he came and sat down and actually he was so open and honest yeah they'll hear that in the interview yeah. won't they um, my highlight of that interview was just, just talking to him about that that instance <laughs> at Longridge um, oh it's, it's, it's still his favourite I mean, moment they'll, they'll, have, they'll have heard me say it in the interview but it was my highlight of I mean any pre-season obviously because I'm a Liverpool fan but I was at a lot of the Chorley games in pre-season out of both pre-seasons Liverpool and Chorley's that was my highlight yeah. that made me smile most of all yeah. It really did, and and it shows <laughs> the the character he's in the dressing room, and and obviously we mentioned how he was uh, the supporters' player of the year as well. So it was really good to talk to him, um, gauge his reaction after what was a tough game. But I mean, we keep mentioning the positive coming out of it. You could tell his attitude after that. It's a case of dusting themselves down. They they're not too disheartened, and well, then they go again. For me, the one the one quote from it all is where he thought they were going to finish in the league, and he. Yeah, and he basically pretty much top top half, yeah, top half yeah, yeah, which is and incredible. You want, you want that positive attitude. You, you want that. You want that confidence. And I mean, he mentioned obviously how Jamie had spoken to him in the dressing room, and obviously Jamie will mention it. 
um, when we kind of cut to that in a minute. But it is, it's keeping that positivity um, around the place. Not just, right, yeah. and, and you could see that at the end of the game as well. Like you saw the positivity from the fans. They'd just been, obviously, they'd just yeah. seen the team rolled over 6-1 at home. And so many stayed to applaud yeah. them off. So they, there were no boos. There were not none of that. And you could sometimes when you lose six one, you might hear a few kind of murmurs. But there wasn't. But there Everyone was, was just clapping, and they, yeah. they, they, they spent time. They appreciated the effort that that Charlie yeah. put in. Uh, they knew that they played really good football at times during the game, and not once did the Charlie lads kind of down tools. But it wasn't that kind of game. We said that, haven't we? Like, just, when they went back into the dressing room, you know that. Jamie and whoever else was talking in that dressing room at the end of the game. Yeah, they weren't. Turn, they weren't yeah. talking about you know, sorted out of the backs, you know, and all that. It wasn't one of those games. No. It was we've been unlucky to that. That's a strange game, like you said. It's just you, you you look at the game and you could we could have easily won it, you know, yeah. or, or at least got a draw. But it just seemed to when they when they got that fourth, it just seemed to be. I mean, I was saying, yeah, it was. That's, that's yeah. what I put it down to. I mean, I said at work today to a few of my colleagues, it was probably one of the strangest games of football I've ever seen. Like I tell them that Charlie lost six one, and they, and it sounds like they got absolutely humiliated. But I mean, it, that just didn't happen. Like, no. and you saw it in the it was uh, just really the weird lads. Um, it once they put in like four, five, and six. It wasn't a case of, oh, that's another goal. They genuinely... Yeah. They were buzzing. They had they to work for it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so that bodes well, that bodes really well for Charlie this season. Yeah, it does. And, I, you know, and I'm sure the next, you know, podcast... Uh, well, I don't even know what we are now. Podcast three yeah. of, the, of, the pod, of the Victory Park edition will be talking completely differently. Yeah, I'm sure. And, and I mentioned it a couple of times last night and, uh, and today. You get two or three wins in this league on the bounce. You catapult it up. Mm. So at this stage of the season, there's so much to play for. And it's such a long season. As long as the lads stay uh, positive, Jamie sticks with his principles, which he, which he is doing. Uh, I have no reason to be too downhearted. Yeah, I mean, talking about Jamie, I mean, we'll move on to his interview in a second. Yeah. It's always impressive talking to him. Yeah, I was, that was the word I was going to use, impressive. He's an impressive guy. Obviously, we mentioned it on one of the previous podcasts, how he kind of juggles the two roles. He's got a fantastic team around him at Chorley, but also at home as well. Uh, he's very well supported. But he is, you, you can just kind of sit and listen to him He just talk. feels lucky. You can tell he feels he, he's, he's just... privileged, yeah. That's he feels the word, privileged, privileged yeah. to be but, in this position. But from a, from, he's so humble as well about yeah. that. From my point of view, when I'm talking to him last night, I could literally just sit there and listen to him talk about football. Like he's got such a way about him and the way he talks, so passionately about Chorley, but also football in general. You could literally, yeah, uh, yeah, you could just listen to him talk. So uh, I enjoy talking to him, and he, he uh, it's quite nice for us to hear as well how he enjoys talking to us as yeah. well. So that, yeah, yeah. that was a bit and, of an ego boost really, for us. I think the first time we spoke to him, I think we didn't want to keep him, did we? Because no. we said didn't we? He had his um, kids with him and yeah. everything. But this time, actually, he really did speak open and honestly and that's yeah. that sort of was amazing really because as people will listen here in a second he does really care about the club yeah he like, wasn't like, he well wasn't he says it he loves the club he loves the club he was happy to give us as much time uh, as we wanted and he was really detailed with his answers but rather than again describing the interview I think we should probably let the Chorley fans listen to Jamie speak okay let's go over to that man. So we're joined by Chorley FC manager Jamie Famiglio. Thanks for ja- joining us, Jamie. 
Um, obviously, first defeat of the season, disappointing. But I mean, I, I wrote in my hastily made notes during the game that I wanted to mention that Chorley FC were the only team playing football in the first half because we noticed there was a lot of Route 1 from Solihull. So we said it was a really strange game in that it wasn't a 6-1. What was your assessment yeah, of the game? I feel exactly the same and I've just said that to the boys. And you can't help but feel disappointed. You can't help but feel absolutely gutted that you've come and been turned over by a very ruthless side who were ruthless in both boxes. But there are a lot of positives to take and you know, I think it's a bit of a catch-22 because I know that Tim Flowers, when he first went into his first post, he wanted to play football. Mm. He didn't get any success. He's changed to go Route 1 for the vast majority because, to be fair to them, they can play football and they can mm. move the ball around. Um, but, you know, they're getting their rewards because of their efficiency and they're just so economic in how they play football. Yeah. It's not pleasing on the eye, but, you know, what, do you want pleasing on the eye or do you want to go and win? I certainly won't, won't move away from my principles of trying to play football and playing through the thirds, but this, you know, I don't know how many of their players, I think it's eight of their players are over six foot. Yeah. I think six of, them are, six of them are over six foot two and that's what you're up against. I mean, we've conceded a couple of set plays and, you know, it's, it's uncharacteristic of us. But you know, mathematically, and the rule of averages says that we're going to be beaten in the air by by, team by the big. land of giants. Yeah. yeah. So, look, there's a lot of positives to take. I am disappointed. Don't get me wrong. I, I probably won't cry tonight, but I'll certainly uh, be very disappointed. Yeah. And, uh, you know. But I mean, look, it's natural for six-one. But I mean, it, like you said, there's, it's weird to say there's loads of positives, but there are. Like, I mean, it was it was really pleasing on the eye from Troy. It was just they were they were just a bit more clinical. That was all. That, I thought that was the difference, really. Yeah, and I'd agree with you. I'd agree, but I, you know, I'm sitting here thinking we could have easily scored three or four—not easily, but we could have scored three or four mm -hmm. goals tonight. If we got the first goal, it's a totally different game, yeah, and we had opportunity to do that. Um, they got the first goal, they got the second, and there was a bit of a sucker. You know, they felt like sucker punches. They really did take the wind out of our sails, especially when it went to three. You know, it was very much a conversation about right. That's it. Let's conserve. Mm -hmm. Let's give some of the lads some minutes. Let's tuck up. Um, and then when we got that other goal, that the three-one, it gives you a little bit of belief. The fans will come on, and you know, should we go for it? So we've gone for it, and another sucker blow, and yeah. you know, it just—it's the way it goes sometimes. Look, we're not—we're not naive enough to think that it's—it's it, it's the end of the world because it's certainly not. We've done more than enough again to show, in a silly way, to show that we can—we can more than match a really strong side in this league. Definitely, a football ability without a doubt. Yeah. So with this game in mind, obviously four games in, how would you assess your start to the season? Because obviously unbeaten after three and then obviously this game comes, how would you assess your start to the fifth tier of English league football? It's a strange one because we could have won one and lost three and be sitting here in the same position. Mm, yeah. it's, that's not happened. What we've done, we've, we've got three points on the board with three draws, really hard earned draws and draws, you know, points that we've, we've thoroughly deserved. Mm. But... It comes down to home form, I think, this league, especially with a side like this. You've got to pick up your points at home, and we've not. So, you know, I'm disappointed in the results. I'm disappointed with how many points we've got on the board. But at the same time, I'm quite happy to know that we can compete. But it's not just about competing. I think there's fine margins in football, and, and those margins become much finer as you take a step up. And I think you've seen that again tonight. It's, yeah. you know, I can't just keep saying we, we, we've competed. Well done. Mm, we've competed. No, no. We need to start putting the ball in the back yeah. of the net, and we need to start, you know, taking games by the scruff of the neck. And, it's a bit weird, really, because at times I thought that we, we did and the boys have been yeah. so, so unlucky on occasion tonight. But that's, you know, nothing against Solihull. No. They've, they've deserved their victory and, you know, credit yeah. to them. Yeah. And you mentioned that step up. Now, we went through a few of the pre-season games as well. So I just wanted to ask if pre-season was a little bit different. Is your preparation between games any different to last season because there's been a step up in opposition, step up in league? Or are you pretty much keeping things similar to, to last season because it worked? I think um, it's very, very similar very similar but we've gone up a level so I felt like we needed to go up a level I've recruited um, 
a person called Scotty Redhead who's helping us to do a little bit more of the analytical stuff. You know, he's watching a few games with us and you know, it's very time consuming watching game after game after game and set piece after set piece after set piece and you know, we are a part time club and we've not got the capacity to do that. You know, no matter who we bring in, I'm still gonna watch the game, Smudger and Precious still watch, but Scotty's given us a little bit more of the analytical side of it and a little bit more of the percentage, the mathematical stuff. Um, which is great through through a few um, pieces pieces of software. So that's certainly added. Mm-hmm. Our changing rooms have um, have been upgraded. All right, that's all right. Um, <laughs> they, they, they are absolutely fantastic. But we've got a television in there now, which mm-hmm. just enables us to, the boys to watch a little bit more of the the games. We're sharing yeah. a little bit more of that. So um, I suppose we have upped it a level a little mm-hmm. bit, um, but with the same sort of pretense as, la- as last year. And that's just doing what you know, just doing what we can. But the lads have got to try and the gap between full time and part time is obviously obviously there yeah. especially about it's, it's to do with the recovery as well mm. but we're asking the lads just to do that a little bit more in their own time and try and do the right thing and to be fair a lot of them look after themselves and mm. um, you know but you know, I think it's the Saturday, Tuesday Saturday, Tuesday you it's see the massive, big, big, isn't it? big, yeah. big difference especially massive. with the travelling mm, I can imagine that's quite difficult so that actually kind of brings me on to the next question what would you say obviously as manager would be the biggest challenge about this season? It's the recovery mm. it's the recovery for the boys that are travelling on a Tuesday night and getting back in at one and two it's how they get then get themselves ready in the morning to get up to get to work, yeah. to eat the right stuff, to get that lactic acid out of the system, to then get ready to train on Thursday, to get a half day on Friday to travel again. Compared to you know, I don't it's know how mad, solid. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah you compare it to a professional team yeah. who are built around that recovery time. That's, yeah. it makes a massive difference, doesn't it? Really? That's it. It's the recovery. It's the recovery, and I'm going through things on the board, whereas other clubs are going through them. The day before and just walking through you know I, listen th- these are not excuses no this not is, at all not, this is not. where we're where we're at as a football yeah. club and it's a decision that we've made in the best interest of the club and the players that we've got to give them the opportunity to step we could have gone full time this year mm. you know we could have priestley could have stepped up with with i mean priestley's already stepping up but <laughs> you know he, he he's here and he's, he's got the capacity to do full time we could have recruited some younger lads in who are, who've got the capacity to do but you know Teague, Scotty, all these boys have earned the right to play at this level and oh, yeah. they've shown that they can hold their own. So mm. absolutely hand on heart is the right thing to do. You know, whether it's the right thing to do next season or the season after, time will tell, but you know, it's just the world, the, the, the football and world that we're living in at the moment yeah. that we know it's going to be tough, but it's going to be tough for a few a few of the sides. So look, we just need to... It's the iPhone, which is, has come from last season. Yeah. Like you, you saw towards the end there, you, you got some really nice, sort of like playing some good football even when you were down by that much and you were still trying things to get yeah. goals which I think will be a big part of this year. And that positive yeah, sticking together. Yeah. That positive that positive attitude as well, you could see at the end of the game as well. So obviously having lost six one, there were so many fans who stayed behind just to applaud the lads off. I thought that was massive. Yeah. And I think that's what's gonna stand us in good stead. As I just said before, you get beat six one, crowds could be booing us. We could be going off with our heads down, you know, our tail between our legs, but it's really not that the relationships that we've got in this club, the fans, the camaraderie, the the team spirit. Look, if we get thrashed six one every week, we're not going to be able to maintain that because no. results results do keep that positivity. There's no mm. doubt about that. It's human nature, you know. Um, but you know, whilst it is a little bit backs against the walls, look, we've come up against four sides who are going to be without doubt in my mind in the top eight next yeah, definitely, next year, doubt, yeah. and we've been a little bit unfortunate the way that the the um, the fixtures have fallen, and again, it's not an excuse. It's just that the reality of it is, is that we're gonna we're gonna come up against teams that we're gonna um, we're gonna be able to steamroll. We're gonna be able to play our way through. We're gonna be able to mm. score a lot of goals. We're just being a, you know, a bit a bit unfortunate again t- tonight. Yeah. Uh, so I think we'll finish on a positive. So last time we spoke to you was after the Kidderminster Harry game last year. 
uh, you'd won 3-0 and you were chasing promotion. Um, obviously, there were ups and downs from that game up until clinching it. I mean, it was mentally draining for us. So what was it like being in the middle of it? Like, obviously, beating Stockport in the league, then losing to Spennymore, and then obviously clinching it on penalties. We spoke to, uh, to Matt Challoner, and he said it was almost better doing it the way you did it. Just because of like the, uh, the kind of ecstasy afterwards was incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what you talk about in the changing room. It's a bit of a white lie because you say, <laughs> "What better way to do it than a playoff?" But the best way to do it is get your points on the board and win the league and go and watch that yeah. playoff game, thinking we're already there. Yeah. But I understand what he means. It's that bounce back ability that we're down and out, but we've got another chance. We've mm. got another chance. Let's kick on. Let's do it again. Um, and you know, to win that before you're winning that final, especially in penalties as well. The way it went to the semis with, with penalties, and then the, yeah. you know, there's no better better way to win a game. No, you know, you don't want to lose the games like that. Of course, you don't. But it was look, it was a tough season. It was a, it was a slog, and I think what the lads, you know, are learning, and I'm, I'm probably learning a little bit as well. We don't, we've not really had a break. It's been because the playoffs, you know, there was a two, couple of weeks, then we celebrated, and you're back into it yeah. again. So from my point of view, it's mentally draining, and the lads mm. probably haven't really had a proper break to then. You know, re-engage to recalibrate to then think right. Let's go again. Yeah. It's kind of just ticked on a little bit, and I think some of them will just need to change the mindset. But look, what a season we set out with our yeah. stall set to, to go and win the league. We said that right from the off. We didn't quite do it, but we got promoted, which was the you know the ultimate aim. And absolute yeah. credit to everyone at the club. And we've seen now that we're competing on and off the pitch. Look at the the, the pitch, the standard that Ben Kay has got it on. Look at the way the change rooms yeah. have changed. We've got over a thousand on tonight. The fans have travelled so. There's a lot, a lot of positives, and it's yeah. difficult for me to say after just being battered six-one. But, but there's a long, long, long way to go, and um, you know we will, we'll, we'll readjust and we'll, we'll go again, and hopefully we can kick on. And we'll have, look next to have a season like we had last season is, is near impossible. But mm. you know we want to be in the top half, we're going to be pushing for those playoffs. And despite being beaten six-one, I think we've got more than enough to, to make that a possibility. Yeah, uh, and we'll just finish. I know it's an audio podcast, but we showed Meps this picture earlier. So Tom was at the game, uh, the final uh, last year. And he got a picture from the stands, just as the um, as, as the pitch invasion, and, she, and this shows you what it means to the fans. So a father runs on with his children under each, both one child under each arm, and obviously he's, he's that excited. He, he's obviously on his on his way down with with a child in each arm. So it obviously means a lot to the town, and obviously it's you can still tell there's a buzz around the town to be in the fifth tier of English football. I think more than ever, I think the same last time we spoke. Yeah, it really is like. Everybody in town is mm. is invested in the club more than yeah. I've ever known it to be. Mm. And, and obviously, amazing. and obviously, you're the manager of this club. You've brought this club into the fifth tier. So obviously, we'll finish on. How do you feel? Obviously, you'll say it's your team around you, it's you as well. Obviously, it's your your family have helped you as well. But obviously, you will go down in history as the manager of Chorley Football Club who led Chorley into the fifth tier so that must make you proud oh, it's unbelievable yeah. you know, I'm in such a privileged privileged position to manage a football club let alone Chorley Football Club who I genuinely am and I absolutely love if I wasn't the manager I'd be here doing something yeah. I know I would I'd be here doing something look I'm, I'm a hard working person I try my absolute best I've not got all the coaching qualifications that a lot of the managers have got I've not got the experience that they've got but one thing that I do is just work work relentlessly to make sure that I do my bit. You know, the amount of effort that I put in that's gone into the game tonight has just been phenomenal. But it uh, genuinely isn't just me. I am proud. No, of course Look, it's not. Great. No, no. I love yeah. it. I, and I love, <laughs> you know, I like the attention. I like people saying, well done, Jamie. And I like, you know, I like to feel proud and yeah. do it because, you know, I'm not just here to get battered every week. I want to do well for myself. I want to mm. do well for my family. But I want to do well, for, genuinely want to do well for the football club. But the amount of people that we've got working, you know, we had a meeting the other night 
um, and we were looking at the board of directors and looked at the mm. people who we've got around us at the moment and look at the hard work that they're putting in. Yeah. I mean, you only need to look at Josh Vosper for the amount of hours that he's putting in, Graham Watkinson, the amount of hours, Ben Kay, Jonathan Smith, Andy Priest, the players, they're all going above and beyond. Mm. And this football club, to compete at this level, you can't just turn up and go through the motions. You've got to do that little bit more. You've got to try and get that one or two percent. And I, along with the rest of the team, will go on trying to get that one or two percent to give us that little bit of an advantage. But, you know, it's a privileged position. Yeah. I'm absolutely proud. And it's, it's, you know, it's one that I'm not going to let pass me by. It's an opportunity for the football club. But look, it's an opportunity for me to mm. test myself. Coming up against Tim Flowers tonight. <laughs> I used to collect the stickers in 1994. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a swapsies, yeah. I couldn't get rid of them. But, <laughs> well, what a feeling that is. Look across, I'm, I'm up against Tim Flowers. Yeah, that's this mad. This is Jane of you know, a primary school teacher who's coming up against people like him. And it's, yeah. you know, I'm, I don't pack any punches when it comes to it. It's such an honour to stand to stand there and, uh, you know, a privilege to lead, lead the team out. And that, that side of it's great, but genuinely, I'm not just saying it because no. the right thing to say. The amount of people that pull in the right direction, this football club yeah. is absolutely phenomenal and they all deserve the absolute and You can credit. tell that as well, can't yeah, you? You can definitely yeah. can. It's a family feel. You yeah. see the amount of kids who are here. It's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it is. It's so the club's so important to the community as well. Mm. So you can tell that everyone pulls in the right direction. They, my, my little boy came to the day. My little boy Sam's on Miglio, age seven. Daddy, 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 can I come? Can I come to Sutton? Can I come? I'm working, sunshine. You, can, you be good for this week. You can come. <laughs> so he was gone. Honestly, he was the best behaved boy you've ever seen. Really? <laughs> came to Sutton he's, he, with all the lads and a little bit of banter with them. And you know what? It's it's not just for me and not just for Sam, but it's the experiences that it brings to the local kids. They're coming mm. up against Notts County. Yeah. Surely football could yeah, be in Notts County. That's you know, incredible. I'm enjoying it and that, but we've got to be here to enjoy the experience, mm. you know, to make memories and stuff. But remember, we're not just here to make up the numbers. No. We're here to compete and we're here to do well. It's not just about playing against Notts County and thinking, wow, this is great. Yeah. It's about beating Notts County. It's about mm. making more memories again this Definitely. season. You know, I want to just emphasise that, although we're going to enjoy it, mm. it's, it's about getting results on the board and, and pushing on again. Perfect. Well, thanks very much for joining us, Jamie, and good luck at the weekend against Maidenhead. Thank you nice very much. Cheers. Appreciate it. Thanks, fellas. Well, I think the uh, the interviews for episode two pretty successful. Yeah. Um, I, again, I listened back to them um, last night after we recorded. Well, they just listen to your own voice. I, I just love listening to myself talk, Tom. That's the only <laughs> reason we do this. <laughs> so he can get his fill of his own voice. This is how he sleeps at night. <laughs> I put myself to sleep, yeah. I'm that riveting. <laughs> no, I, I really enjoyed it. I was, I've got to admit, I was nervous um, going into the interviews, obviously because of the result. Um, Didn't but you as soon all the as questions as well. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It just changed the tone, obviously. But really, as soon as Courtney sat down, as soon as Jamie sat down, um, the two of them put me at ease more than anything. Um, so yeah, really good, really good experience for myself. Um, but it was really good to get their feelings on a tough game, uh, a tough result to take. Um, but still, so much positivity. Exactly, exactly. Um, let's move on to uh, Choi's next game, yep. which is another trip. Yep, trip away. Uh, at the weekend on Saturday, mm -hmm. um, so tomorrow. Um, we're, we're, we're chanting this, aren't we? We've got to release on Friday. We do, it has to be released on Friday. <laughs> this <yeah>. is professional. <laughs> so Saturday the 17th of August at 3pm, uh, Chorley uh, kick-off at Maidenhead United. Um, so just a quick rundown of the prices. It's £15 for adults, £10 for seniors and students, and a fiver 
under 16s. Um, it's not going to be an easy game. It's not. You're looking. You've put some details here about yeah. um, what they're on. I do do some research every now and again. Unlike it's someone, <laughs> yeah, it's not often. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're eighth uh, on seven points after the same four games. So they've had a fairly strong start, top half of the league. So they beat Torquay away. So that's a great that's result for two result, nil. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they lost at Hartlepool. Hartlepool are going to be um, quite tough this year. Well, so they've got lots of experience at this level. They, they have lots of experience yeah. at this level. <laughs> um, they drew 1-1 at home to Chesterfield. But on the opening day, um, they beat Stockport, obviously. Uh, well That's known to Chorley. such a big game well when known, Chorley uh, when come around. Play Stockport, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Maynard have had a good start. Um, eighth on seven points. Uh, it's... I mean, I say it's not going to be an easy game. There aren't going to be any easy games no. at this level. Um, but yeah, it's it's one that I'm sure the travelling support can't wait for because cause the travelling support at Sutton were absolutely amazing. I've seen clips of the travelling support away. The noise level, uh, the sheer numbers that they took to Sutton was incredible and I'm sure the same will happen at Maidenhead as well. Great fan base, aren't they? That's yeah, just... incredible, incredible. Uh, one last piece of news before um, you got rid of us. Uh, today the draw today being Wednesday, Thursday, uh, Wednesday yeah, yeah. Uh, today being Wednesday professional yeah uh, professional yeah uh, the Lancashire FA Senior Cup first round was drawn and Chorley were drawn against none other than and Preston, Preston North End. exactly than PE at Victory Park uh, no date has been set yet but the game should be played by the end of September um, just a quick mention on that that was one of the pre-season games we got to wasn't it it was that was an interesting pre-season game just the as fact well. that you saw Preston's squad Squad depth, absolutely yeah, incredible. Well, they changed, changed, out the, the changed every every outfield player outfield, on six yeah. minutes. Such but, a bizarre thing to watch. But yeah. it's important to note that up until that point, Charlie held their own. Uh, not even just held their own; like they went blow for blow with the, yeah, they hit yeah. the post, um, and they didn't look out. Of and the Preston's so. first outfield ten yeah. had some first teamers in exactly, yeah. and then the second outfield ten clearly had really uh, more first teamers. In. So I think that'll be a good game. I think the atmosphere at Victory Park for that one will be a good one as well. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to carrying on. Um, so, I think that about sums up the first yeah. four games of the season. Very quick it does, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we did really well. Do you want to pat yourself on the back, Tom? <laughs> I didn't really do much. But <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. We really, really appreciate all the kind words. Um, if you've got any suggestions or things you'd like to see here, us to go and sort of um, see we can get anybody you want to hear talk at the club please let us know on twitter at terrorist podcast um we're always looking for suggestions because um just because we want people to enjoy what they're listening we do and um and we're next due um to be releasing another episode after the game at victory park against Ballon, and that's tuesday september the 24th so we'd really like suggestions via twitter at Towners podcast we now have a Facebook page, but obviously some of you Got see... Instagram. We do have Instagram as well. Some of you see me on the Troll FC supporters group as well, commenting. Uh, if you want to be involved, we'd love to have some chats with fans on the Definitely. podcast Definitely, you well. know, after the games, before the games, after the games. Yeah. We're always looking to, to do different things. So please uh, don't hesitate to message, to direct message, to tweet. Definitely. Once again, thank you very much for listening, and we will speak to you on the next episode. Nice one. See you later.